Hey, what's going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the five game NBA uh, main slate on Thursday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and eSports daily fantasy sports slates. Uh, real quick, before I get into analysis, uh, I do want to say thank you guys for all support. It's kind of crazy. We're now 3.91 thousand subscribers, so looking like I'm going to hit 4K subs by the weekend. Seriously, guys, um, I really, really do appreciate all support in, in, the, in the YouTube comment section on Twitter, in the live streams. Um, right now, it's all free content, so the easiest way to support me is um, you know spread the word. If you have other friends that like DFS, spread the word or uh, leave a like button on the video and uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell. So uh, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. Before we get into players and the prices for this five-game slate, uh, what we can do is we can look back at my lineup here from Wednesday. So um, I'll keep the tilt uh, level, I guess, to uh, about a minute here. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just been... If you guys have been watching my videos, it's been really tough luck for me. Um, try not to complain too much on here, but uh, I've dealt with foul trouble literally every single slate. Multiple players, too, in every single slate. Sometimes guards, not big men, right? So that's been really tough. Uh, and then I get a low-owned Ben Simmons, and he gets injured uh, midway through the third. So, uh, And he's out for the game. Just, uh, yeah, really, really tough pill to swallow, to be honest, with... Uh, again, all the foul trouble I've, I've been dealing with. I get a low-owned Mike Conley going for 42. My low, another low-owned play, Ben Simmons, uh, was was decent. wasn't shooting the ball the best, but uh, injuries are just yeah, just shake my head, man. Uh, it's it's the way my luck. Uh, now I've still been cashing too a lot of the times, but don't think I'm gonna be able to cash here with a uh, 24 uh, spot from Ben Simmons at 8.7k. So really, really disappointing. Um, I mean, that is the way DFS goes. It is injuries, foul trouble, but it just seems like I, I just can't catch a break, uh, it seems like. But that's the tilt out of the way. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to cash. Again, Clark was really chalky. He wasn't the best. I mentioned that you know his usage would go down. JV playing alongside JV and John Morant more. And I, I talked about really liking Mike Conley in a revenge spot. I went to SGA with no Schroeder. Uh, and then McGee, once Dwight Howard got ruled out, really liked him. And then again, I want exposure to that late game. I was pretty high in the late game, so I went Brown, Tatum, Allen. Um, yeah, again, I don't think I'm going to cash here with Ben Simmons, but that's it. That's my tilts. Uh, trying to stay positive, but really, really tough uh, when you're playing you know, a couple hundred dollars a night and you just have to deal with, with BS constantly. But that's DFS. So um, let's, uh, let's take a look at uh, some of the odds for these games. Unfortunately, they don't have the Pelicans-Kings game. Uh, I mean, that was a game I would want a lot of exposure to. That's not on the main slate. It's only going to be a showdown slate. Um, we do have two of the five out right now. Again, I'm making this video pretty early at 6 o'clock Eastern. Uh, Pacers, Suns, a 228.5 over under. Pacers are three-point favorites. Clippers and Mavs, a 231.5 over under. Uh, the Clippers are four-point favorites. Let's go over some of the news so far. Again, yeah, Ben Simmons won't return. <sighs> Whatever. Um, so there are some news we already got out for Thursday. Um couple big pieces here. Uh, Pat Beverly, not huge, but he's out. I think that's a slight boost to Reggie Jackson. Slight boost to Lou Williams. Uh, LeBron AD are playing today. We'll see about the status tomorrow. I assume they're going to play tomorrow since it is the Rockets, but you never know. Now, we did get already Jimmy Butler news ruled out. That's pretty big because him being out is a huge boost to guys like Drogic, Hero, uh, none even, but his Mets have been way down lately. 
We also have Goran Dragic, who, who rolled his ankle that last game, questionable as well. So if Dragic is out too, I mean, I think none has to get good run. Uh, he's really cheap. I think Tyler Hero has to get good run. So those two have become a lot more viable. than Kelly Olynyk would still probably start and get good run. Uh, we do have Russell Westbrook questionable as well. Obviously, that slate changing if he's out. Like Harden becomes one of the top plays of the slate. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon is questionable. Um, also pretty big news in a good match against the Suns if he's out. I like Oladipo quite a bit. I think Aaron Holiday gets a pretty big boost. Obviously, T.J. Warren, who is, I guess, the MVP now, uh, even gets a bigger boost too. Um Kelly, Kelly Oubre, doubtful, did not expect him to play anyway. Uh, Seth Curry, doubtful, and be warned, I'm not touching the Mavs value. I've already warned you guys multiple times. It's just you cannot trust Rick Carlisle ever. Um, but that's it for, for the uh, some of the injuries. So let's start with center today. And Anthony Davis at the top at 10-3. Um, I love him if he's not going to be limited. Uh, I think there's a slight chance maybe they rest either AD or LeBron or, or both here. Since it is a back-to-back, Lakers kind of already have a one seed locked up. But if he's going to play and he's going to play normal minutes, I absolutely love AD at 10-3. Houston, we've seen plays no defense. You just saw what Nurkic did to them. He's had a field day against uh, Houston. Houston runs small ball, right? So AD's going to have P.J. Tucker, Robert Covington, Jeff Green on him. He's going to have his weight there. My only concern with AD, again, is maybe he's going to be limited or... There's always like a 5% chance he gets injured too. He's made a glass. So that's the only concerns I have with AD. Other than that, I think he's an amazing play. Jokic at 9-5. Um, I think, you know, he's going to play big minutes. Uh, if Jamal Murray's out again, which I assume he will since he was out today, Jokic, Monte Morris, Michael Porter Jr. all get a boost. Um, Jokic, I've mentioned him. I, I always mention him with him. He's a very frustrating player to roster for DFS. At times, he can take over games. And at times, he can just completely defer offensively. Um, even with all these guys out, like Jokic will still have games where he just won't do anything for some reason. Uh, but then he'll have those games where he'll completely take over. Like that last one's OKC went for almost 70 fancy points. So, um, yeah, I have interest in Jokic. Obviously, uh, you know, if he's playing more aggressive, uh, then he can have a huge upside game. Nurkic is a guy that I've, t- I've, I've really liked the last three slates. The price continues to come up 8.9K now. I still have Henderson Nurkic. I do. Just because he is a do-it-all guy. Scores, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. He fills it up in every single category. What I'm worried about here, which I should have said I got Jokic too, is foul trouble concerns. Nurkic going up against Jokic. Uh, former teammates there. So a little bit of revenge, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm sl- I am a little bit concerned about foul trouble since uh, you know Portland loves feeding Nurkic. Obviously, Denver... Uh, you know, Jokic probably the ball in his hands a lot. So that does worry me with both of those guys. Porzingis is at 8-5. Another guy that seems to always be in foul trouble, uh, at least the last couple games. Uh, fouled out last game against the Kings. Had a bad shooting day. Uh, the price did come down a bit. The Clippers matchup, not necessarily the best. But again, he'll be matched up a lot with a guy like Zubak, a guy like Jamichael Green. So that's not like a bad individual matchup for for Porzingis, and I think he goes super low-owned. I think this is you know kind of like a scenario there against Houston where he's going to be very low-owned, but has potential to get you 50-plus fantasy points, definitely. So, interest in Porzingis, again, more of a contrarian play for me. We did have we did get news again, Jimmy Butler's out. I think that's a boost to Bam and a bio. Not necessarily the best matchup here against the Bucks, but what we know with Milwaukee is they played a super, super fast pace here, so 
yeah, Bam's going to have to do a lot more offensively. Um, I have interest in him as well at 7-7. DeAndre Ayton at 7-2, I really do like. Now, that first half, I, I played DeAndre Ayton the other day. First half, he had like 30, 30 fancy points. I think he had like two or three fancy points in the second half. Just completely disappeared. Uh, it was a Devin Booker show. The price continues to come down now, 7-2K. I love him. I'm not scared of Miles Turner defensively. Um, I don't mind going right back to the wall here again. I really like his price came down. So I love Aiden here at 7-2. He's one of my favorite plays. I also like Miles Turner quite a bit at 6-2. He's going to play 35 minutes as long as he stays out of foul trouble. Aiden, good offensively, not very good defensively. So maybe this is the game where Miles Turner has the upside game. Right? We've seen TJ Warren completely taking over. We've seen good games from Brogdon and Oladipo. Is this the game Miles Turner takes over? I think it could be. Again, we have Brogdon questionable too. That could be more usage for Miles Turner. So I like both those bigs in this game. I think you can play both together. Again, I like that Aiden's power forward eligible, so you can technically play three centers if you want to. But we have Matras Harrell still out. Brooke Lopez is questionable. Um, he was just not active. I don't know if it was an injury. I think it was just rest, to be honest. I assume he's going to be back in this one. I think he's fine, but I don't know if I'm going to go there. Whiteside, I'll pass. Now, Kelly Olenek uh, with Jimmy Butler out. He started uh, and played 32 minutes. I think Kellyo, even at this price point, looks good because he's going to get a lot of the run at the backup 5-2. Um, uh, Myers Leonard is out of the rotation. So it's only Bam and Kellyo that are the bigs. As long as Kellyo starts, he's going to play a lot at the 4. And then when Bam comes out, he's going to play the backup 5. So I like Kellyo. Again, he has uh, that upside to really knock down those threes. He's a good shooter. He's a guy that will do it all, rebounds, assist. Um, don't know if we're going to get 41 again from him, fancy point-wise, but if he's going to play 30 minutes and play a good amount at, you know, back up five, play a lot at the center, I like Kelly O here. Um, again, Jimmy Butler out. I think his Mets will be pretty secure. Now, I guess my one concern is um, with no Jimmy Butler, there is a decent chance this game could blow out, but we just saw the Nets, uh, basically a G League team, beat Milwaukee. Now, Milwaukee did uh, bench Giannis and Milton in the second half, but... Brooklyn was beating Milwaukee when Giannis and Middleton were playing. So, um, yeah, let's move on to Zubak. Zubak, I like a 4-8, too. Uh, you know, he played 25 minutes of there in there, that game against Phoenix, went for 34 fantasy points. I mentioned him as a nice, you know, kind of buy-low uh, candidate there. Price slowly coming up a little bit. But if he's going to play 25 minutes, uh, I think he's viable. Now, I don't think he's my favorite center play, but I think he's in play, more of a contrarian option. Let's see, Maxi Kleber at 4-4. I don't know if I want to do it again. I just don't trust. I really, the only guys of interest in Dallas are Luka and Porzingis. I just don't trust anyone else in that team. Zach Collins is at 4-3. He is always, always in foul trouble. Looking like he's going to play about 25 to 30 minutes a game. He's not in the closing lineup. Um, They'll bring in Gary Trent Jr. He's been shooting the ball really well. So that does worry me of Zach Collins' minutes, right? He's not going to play huge, huge minutes. I think he's okay, but probably not going to be the way that I go. P.J. Tucker and Jeff Green, I mean, they're going to have to play big Mets. We saw a huge game from Jeff Green. who was knocking down those, those threes. That's basically what he has to do if he's not knocking down those corner threes. Doesn't really have a whole lot of upside. Kind of the same thing with Tucker. And both are relatively cheap, though. So I think both are in play. The issue is their center. Uh, and center is always a pretty strong position. So do you want – what's the opportunity cost of playing one of those guys in the center position, right? So you have to make that decision yourselves. Uh, let's see. Dwight Howard's out for this game today. 
If he's out again, I assume JaVale McGee is probably going to get 20-plus minutes. If that's the case, I really like JaVale McGee at 3-4. We'll see how many minutes he plays tonight. Again, I'm assuming he gets 20, maybe even 25. You never know, though, but that's what I'm that's what I'm guessing. Uh, if Howard's out again here in a match against Houston at 3.4K, if he's going to play decent minutes, I like him. Now, I guess a concern would be Houston really likes running small ball, so... Does the Laker do the Lakers match it and just only play McGee 15 minutes? I guess that is a slight concern. Um, let's see. Other options. Robin Lopez started for Brooke Lopez the last game. 20 minutes, 8 fancy points. Normally, he's a slightly better uh, fancy point producer. If Brooke Lopez is out, Robin Lopez starts. I would have some interest there as a punt play. I think that really wraps up, though. So let's move on to power forward. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is at 11K. Uh, match against Miami is not really the best, but there's no Jimmy Butler defense, so that is a boost to Giannis. Um, again, my concern with targeting Milwaukee guys is they don't really have a whole lot to play for either, kind of like the Lakers. So maybe if he plays, maybe the limit again only to the first half, like we saw against Brooklyn. You never really know. So that is in the back of my mind for sure is Milwaukee's not playing for a whole lot. But if we get 32 to 34 minutes from Giannis, he obviously is a guy that can get you 60, 70 fans points any night. And I mentioned really liking AD as long as he's not going to be limited. Uh, Nurkic and Jokic, again, I like both those guys. My concern is there is the, the foul trouble risk. TJ Warren, uh, what has been going on with him? Uh, I really liked him the first two games. I was personally, I was off him against Orlando. It was a tougher spot. He still went for 50 fancy points. 70, 70, and 50 fancy points the last three games. Now he gets a good match against Phoenix. In a revenge spot, Phoenix traded him away for basically nothing. So, Man, 8-4 does feel like a lot to pay for T.J. Warren. But if Malcolm Brogdon is out, that's more used to around. I think T.J. Warren it would still be in play. I know it's crazy, but I don't think he's going to continue to shoot this well either. But it's just, you know, he's got the revenge spot. It's a good matchup. Uh, he's doing a little bit more. Sure, he only had two rebounds, three assists that last game. He's a guy that's getting those blocks and steals right now. I don't know if he continues that pace, but yeah. Obviously, you can you can tell I'm a little bit undecided right now in TJ Warren, but uh, again, he's been playing amazing. I mentioned really, really liking DeAndre Ayton there. Covington at 6'5", I'll pass. I'd rather get to those cheapies, guys like maybe Tucker or Green. But again, the opportunity cost because they're only center eligible is a little tricky. Michael Porter Jr. is at 6'4". Right now, he's playing huge minutes. He's on pace to, I think, play 40-plus minutes again here. If Jamal Murray's out again, I think Michael Porter Jr. is a really solid play. Him, Monte Morris, Jokic, going to have to do a lot offensively. Uh, pretty solid match against Portland. So I do like MPJ. Now, he is a guy that has been some foul trouble. So that is worrisome. And again, I've dealt with foul trouble every single slate, guys. So if I get to Michael Porter Jr., I think it's probably a 99% chance he does get in foul trouble for me. But um, yeah, if he stays out of foul trouble, and if Jamal Murray's out, I think we get 40 minutes again from Michael Porter Jr. He's shooting the ball a ton. I don't think we're, he's where he's going to shoot what seventy five percent, but uh, his usage again goes way up. Mellows at five six did had a decent game in the last game. I'm not going to go there. Millsap I think would be okay if Jamal Murray's out, but again I would prefer Jokic. I'd prefer Monte Morris. I'd prefer MPJ on the same team. I'm not going to start or, or Cam Johnson there. Uh, I'm not paying five K for Daniel House. Uh, let's see other options. Kuzma four five intrigues me. Uh, I think there's a possibility that either AD or LeBron are out or maybe both get rested. If that's the case, obviously Kuzma would be like the lock of the night and then some of those other Lakers guards. So we'll see uh, what the Lakers do on the back-to-back here. <sighs> um, let's see. Let's move down. Like airplane mode, we'll get more minutes with 
with no Jimmy Baller, but I don't want to do it. I think the value for me is a guy like Hendrick Nunn, is a guy like Tyler Hero uh, for the Miami side. And that really wraps up for power forward. So let's move on to small forward. Doncic at 11-3. Again, I'm, I was really high on him and, and a deer and Fox as GPP plays at last slate. They went off for me. Doncic, 83 fancy points. Now it gets a tougher spot against the Clippers, no doubt, right? Quiet, good defensively. Paul George, good defensively. Lakers are a good defensive team. I still think there is merit to look to Luka. I don't think he's a cash play, though, at 11-3. I think that's a little too expensive. I think the matchup plus the price will lower his ownership. Once again, you're probably going to get like a 10% on Luka. I, I think he's in play for tournaments. Again, he, I, the reason why I love playing Luka is look at the, the stat sheet, right? I mentioned this with a few guys, right? You got like Luka. I got like Nurkic. They do it all. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. Um, and if he's having a good shooting night, he can have an amazing night like we saw the last game where we went for 83 fancy points. So I don't think he's a cash game play at 11-3. I think he makes for an interesting GPP play because he will be low-owned. LeBron at 10-5, I have interest in LeBron. I mean, I like both these Lakers stars as long as they're not going to be limited. Again, it is a second night of a back-to-back. We'll see. Got to keep an eye on this news. If both are not going to be rested, I like both uh, a good amount here. I would prefer AD to LeBron, but I do really like both those guys. Kawhi Leonard's at 8-7. Um, match against Dallas, I think, looks pretty good. Uh, Lou Williams now is back, which is a, is a slight hit to these uh, Clippers guys. We still have Montrez out, but Lou Williams being back, like, he's a guy that will eat up some usage in this offense. So that does worry me a bit with Kawhi and Paul George. Where right now, my kind of take is if you land on either of them, either of them, they're fine plays. I don't know if I'm going to go out of my way to play them, if that makes sense, right? So if you land on Kawhi, if you land on Paul George, I think they're both solid. I don't know if they're my favorite plays, though, at their respective prices. Let's see. Other options. Middleton at 7-6. If you want to get different, I guess he's okay. But I'm normally... Like, normally Middleton blood sore guys I look to if, like, Giannis is out. When everyone's healthy from Milwaukee, they're just, it's kind of tough for me to recommend him at a 7.6K price point. Uh, I'm not getting to THJ. Oladipo intrigues me at 5.5, especially if Brogdon is out. Uh, he was on a 28 to 32 minutes limit the last game, played 27. So if we get closer to, like, the 32 minutes from Oladipo, and if Brogdon's out, again, he's going to be more aggressive offensively. He's going to have to do more. I kind of like Oladipo a good amount at 5-5. It's a really good matchup, too. Again, obviously no Sabonis, possibly no Brogdon. This is a spot where I think I might hop on to Victor Oladipo at 5-5. Again, I mean, maybe he's still on a Mets limit, but if we get, again, 32 minutes from Oladipo, I will take that all day at 5.5K against Phoenix. So I do like Oladipo a good amount. Uh, again, kind of dependent on Brogdon news. If Brogdon's out, I would really like Oladipo. Duncan Robinson will have to do a bit more with no Jimmy Baller. My issue with him is he is kind of scoring dependent, right? So he's got to knock down those threes. He is a really good three-point shooter, though. And 5K makes him in play. But again, I think for Miami, it's going to be Kellyo, It's going to be Hero and Abilo. Kendrick Nunn, who's been playing terrible, just hasn't really been in the minutes. But I think if, if Drogic is out, again, we have Jimmy Baller out too. If Drogic is out too, I think Nunn has to play good minutes. Uh, let's see. Other options. Um, Gary Trent Jr. has been shooting lights out. Uh, he really has. He played 35 minutes the last game. The minutes are there. I'm I'm actually okay with it. I'm not going to go there personally just because, again, he has to knock down those threes. If he doesn't hit his threes, he has a floor of like five fancy points. So that's a concern. He's really not going to do anything else besides hit those threes, but he's been shooting the ball really, really well. Justin Holliday's at 4-1. He just really has been a low-usage guy. I, I just can't do it. Um, again, I like a lot of the other guys in the Pacers. 
Waiters, guys like Waiters, KCP, only would look to them if uh, if either LeBron or AD or both are out. Then we can have that discussion. But for right now, I'm going to pass on those guys, even in a good spot. Iguodala is at 3-3. I actually have some interest in Iguodala. He played 31 minutes that last game with no Jimmy Butler. If we get 31 minutes again from Iguodala, I think he's a pretty good play. I really do. Again, him, none, Olenek, Hero. There is some good value here for Miami. My worry is this game does blow out. But a lot of these guys are cheap and should get good minutes. Again, Jimmy Butler, a really high usage guy out of the offense. Let's see. Other options. I think that really wraps it up. So let's move on to shooting guard. Harden at 10-7 I think would be uh, the top play of the night if Westbrook's out. I mean, trying to fade James Harden when Russell Westbrook's out, good luck on that. So uh, even in a not really the best spot against the Lakers, I would just play him. Uh, I don't think, uh, like, could Harden bust without Westbrook? Probably like a 5% chance, maybe even less than that. I mean, the upside is just enormous on Harden when Westbrook is out. He's going to shoot the ball every single time up the court. So um, I guess my concern is a lot of teams recently have been doubling Harden. They just double him every time he gets the ball, right? We saw with Dallas, I think a little bit with Milwaukee, and I didn't really watch him too much. And then we saw it a lot with Portland too. So that actually does worry me a bit, I think. That's that's really the only concern uh, if Westbrook's out is that they just double him every time. Booker's at 8-3. He had a really good game last game against the Clippers, 37 minutes, 54 fantasy points. I think he is solid once again. Personally, I would rather get to Aiden for about $1,000 less, but I don't have I don't mind if you get to Booker. CJ's at 7-9 against Denver. Eh, I think it's just okay. The good thing with Portland, though, is these guys are playing huge mitts. Uh, Terry Stotts is just going for it all, running a super tight rotation and giving all the starters big run. Like Lillard, CJ playing 40-plus minutes. Uh, Nurkic is getting good run. Melo's getting huge runs. So that is the positive, uh, is these guys are going to be playing huge minutes. I just think CJ's okay. Again, not really my favorite play. Let's see. Uh, other options. Uh, Lou Williams at 5K was limited that last game, played 21 minutes. I'm interested to see if he's going to be limited again. Again, we do have Pat Beverly out. If Lou Williams is not going to be limited, uh, I think we'd probably get 28 or so minutes, maybe 30. If that's the case, I think he looks like a pretty decent play. So got to keep an eye on the status there if he's going to continue to be on a minutes limit. Aaron Holiday would be guy uh, would be have some interest in if Malcolm Brogdon's out. If Malcolm Brogdon plays, I probably don't get there. But Holiday's been starting, getting good run. Um, so And if Brogdon's out, like Holiday would run the point a bit. So, yeah, this is dependent right now on Malcolm Brogdon news. I think that really – oh, Hero. Yeah. Uh, Hero at 3-6 I think is one of the best value plays. Um, I think he's a guy that, especially if Dragic is out, will probably get to about 30 minutes. Uh, so love Hero here. He's going to have to uh, definitely be a very aggressive offensively. I really, really like him there at 3-6. Again, there's some good value plays here for the Heat. Hero, Iguodala, uh, I think a guy like Kendrick Nunn will talk about. Uh, Kelly Olynyk looks good. So – there is definitely some value. Again, my concern is there is a chance definitely that game blows out with no Jimmy Butler. But, um, yeah, campaign had a good game. I mean, he's in a decent run, but 3-4 is okay. I would just much prefer getting to Tyler Hero. I just feel a lot more confident there. A guy like Crusoe, I think I would only consider him if one of AD or LeBron are out. If both are out, then obviously he becomes a, an amazing play like him, Kuzma, McGee. Um, so, so, again, keep an eye on the Lakers status. Uh I think that really wraps it up for, for shooting guards. So let's move on to point guard. 
Uh, I already talked about Luka and Harden and LeBron. Lillard's at 9-7. Yeah, against Denver. Again, the good thing with him, with CJ, going to play huge Mets. Um, but I think I prefer other plays uh, at similar prices. So I don't think I'm going to get to Lillard there. Uh, Westbrook, and he's, his status up in the air. If he plays at 9K, I think that looks really good. He had a terrible shooting day last game, was terrible at the line, too, 5-12. I think he bounces back in this one if he does play. If he doesn't play, then again, I think Harden looks really good. If Westbrook's out, then we can consider guys like, you know, Austin Rivers becomes more viable. Ben McElmore would probably get a good run, too. So, uh, let's see. And Jamal Murray, I assume he's going to be out, but we'll see. Um, if he's out, again, I, I think Monty Morris, MPJ, Jokic all look really good. Brogdon's status is up in the air. Again, if he's out, it's Aaron Holiday. It's Oladipo, who I think looked really good. I think TJ Warren's still in play. I think Miles Turner. Uh, still has an upside game in him. So if Malcolm Brogdon plays at 6'8", I think it's fine. But when everyone's healthy, like with Oladipo there, with uh, obviously Turner and, and Warren there, not like the highest usage guys. So I think he would be a solid play if, if he plays. Again, if he's out, those other guys I mentioned. Rubio at 6'6". This is an interesting contrarian play. I think that looks like a pretty good price for Ricky Rubio. The issue is that the Mets haven't been huge. Uh, only played 28 that last game. But... I think that's kind of due to campaign was shooting the ball really well. I think normally we get about 32 minutes from Rubio. He's a guy that will fill up the stat sheet. I think he goes virtually unowned on the site. So I have interest there as a contrarian option. Reggie Jackson uh, with Pat Beverly out, I think looks okay. I think he probably starts a point guard, probably gets 30 minutes. The issue is now Lou Williams is there too. So 5'8", again, it kind of feels like a lot. I don't think I'm going to get to Bledsoe or DiVincenzo. Unless Bledsoe is going to be like not limited. 5-2, then I would consider him, but I assume they're going to, again, ease him back. Monte Morris of 4-7, I think will look one of, the, one of the better value plays of the day if Jamal Murray's out. He was playing big minutes already, played 39 minutes uh, that last game. So Monte Morris, again, strictly dependent on Jamal Murray news. Kendrick Nunn, so uh, he's 4-1. The minutes have been way down on him. 22-16-16, he's not been shooting the ball well. But, again, we know Jimmy's out. Uh, if Goran Dragic is out, again, I think him... Hero have to play at least 25 minutes each, probably closer to 30. Um, and we've seen games where Kendrick Nunn does have upside. Um, so I like him uh, as a buy low candidate there. Other options here. I'm not going to get to any of the value Dallas guys for, for those reasons. Again, just can't trust Rick Carlisle. I think that really wraps it up, guys. So, um, again, five-game slate. I will try to be live uh, for this one. I can't guarantee it. Um but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really try to be live for, for this slate. It would probably be about an hour before lock or so, so I'll keep you guys updated. Um, in the live stream, if you guys are new, I go over all the injury news, uh, go team-by-team team breakdown, give you cash, cheap, and key plays, and then answer any questions you guys have at the end. Uh, so thanks again, guys. Hope you have a good day, uh, and I will see you uh, possibly in live stream uh, tomorrow.